0: And Welcome to episode number six of Get to Know NHCO. I'm your co-host, Tom Baker, executive director of NHCO, along with...
1: Erica Cochran, director of development and communications...
0: Thank you so much for listening in on this podcast. We really appreciate all of your support and getting the word out about NHCO. As we record this, it is September 8th, and our first guest, Erica, today, we're going to have to surprise her. We know secretly that it's her birthday, so when we talk to Mary Lee Gannon, we're going to have to wish her a happy birthday today. Yeah,
1: this is the perfect day to be talking to Mary Lee.
0: And she's going to be a fantastic guest. She's president of the St. Margaret Foundation, longtime friend to NHCO, certainly. And then from our team, we're going to have Tracy Elway and Carrie Mulhern, which is going to be so much fun. They're great colleagues, friends. Great we really enjoy working with them.
1: I cannot wait to talk to them. Tons of information that they're going to bring to the table.
0: It's been a good summer at NHCO. NHCO on the go has kicked off in July and August. We've had great distributions there and with new community partners working with different organizations, places of faith across the region. It's been a great success so far. I want to congratulate you, Erica. August 10th was so much fun. Corked for the community. It was just a great event. Brought together hundreds of people at Narcissi and we just had such a nice time there. And, you know, the North Boroughs 5K on August 21st as well. It was a great opportunity to work with the Northgate cross country team and bring together, you know, 100 plus people to run and spend time together. It started at Greenstone Church, where our North Bros office is located, and finished there as well. And we had a great crowd. It was so much fun.
1: Yeah, so many good things have happened recently. So thank you to everyone who participated in everything that we had happen recently. Great success, for sure. Right.
0: Well, I did mention that Mary Lee Gannon is going to be our headlining guest on episode number six here today. Mary Lee, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your collaboration over the years with NHCO.
2: I'm really honored to be here, Tom, and can't wait
0: to get started. All right, great. Well, happy birthday! We wish you a very happy Thank birthday. <laughs> uh, I will just say, as a, as a longtime friend and community partner with you, you have such an interesting and fun life. I do want to read just a little bit about your background. Mary Lee Gannon is a 19-year CEO leading organizations worth up to 26 million. She's been president of the Forbes Health Foundation, Ohio Valley General Hospital Foundation, Three Rivers Advertising Specialty Association, as well as a grants and public relations director of Avonworth School District. And And she was a reporter at one point with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. So uh, an incredible career and background that you have, Mary Lee. We're talking today, uh, the role is the St. Margaret Foundation president. It's a really nice synergy between St. Margaret Foundation and NHCO. Can you share a little bit about what that means, collaboration and and the, the work together?
2: Absolutely. We are honored to collaborate with you because we are not in the business of operating programs. You are masters at that. We are a foundation. Our line of work is to raise money and put it in purposeful programs. And you really provide people at the most compromised times of their lives a ride to treatment, to help keep them well, and to heal them. So no matter what health insurance you have, it doesn't matter if you can't get to the hospital or get to your doctor's office to receive that. And if you need radiation because you're a patient with cancer, that could be five days a week. So the free rides shuttles that you operate give people that mobility. Keep them independent and living in their homes and give them access to the services that keep them well. So it's a wonderful partnership with us. The two free rides programs you run, you ex- execute those flawlessly, you involve the community by getting volunteers to drive and dispatch the shuttles, and then you use your expertise in coordinating and maintaining those shuttles. So it's a perfect marriage for us as the foundation and for the community.
0: As a big-time leader in the community, Mary Lee, and I know in your impact report you had an amazing quote I just want to share with our listeners. St. Margaret has an abundance of helpers, kind helpers, resilient helpers, generous helpers. In my entire career, I've never seen buoyancy like I've witnessed out here over the last year. Nurses working double shifts, donors answering the call to help, people for whom the word can't isn't in their vocabulary thank you for being part of our family we can't do this without you the same goes to you mary lee Gann and saint margaret foundation we couldn't do what we do without partners like you could you share with us a little bit about what you've seen over these last you know 18 months going on in our community and the way that people have stepped up to help others
2: i'm happy to tom you know you and i have been in uh, public service here for a very long time and i have never in my entire career Seen what I have seen from the staff here over the last 18 months. We all remember when COVID hit; there was so much fear. People were afraid for their lives. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know if you were going to care for a patient. You might get coronavirus. You might become ill. But yet, what I saw was really what happens to people who have dedicated their work their life's work to health care is they rose to the occasion. They were afraid. They were very afraid. But it did not stop them from stepping forward. So they were volunteering. They were in the ER where all of the cases were coming in. They were volunteering for the floors, but you know, they had to learn how to wear at first we were if they were all in hazmat suits. Then nobody knew what was necessary So everybody was overly precautious and afraid. But how it affected them personally was while everybody else's children were at home from school and they were at home from work, they were able to take care of them, our employees didn't have that luxury. So they now had children home from school, but they had to come to work. Nobody was working for home at St. Margaret uh-huh. Hospital. Everybody was here on the floors. So it was really hard on them. They didn't know how to, how am I going to manage this? And we as a foundation stepped in with creative ways. We were able to secure Grant and an award for the innovative ways that we dealt with that. And some of the things that we did were we provided free lunches for the employees to take home to their children who were now at home that may have otherwise been at school. We had care packages. You couldn't buy toilet paper. You couldn't get bread, but we had it in the cafeteria. You could come down and buy it for pennies on the dollar. Uh, We really nurtured our staff. We created a meditation slash cry room if you just needed to Uh distress. go in there. There was a massage chair, lighting, special lighting, music. The community was overwhelmingly supportive. They donated to the employees. They knew that they were on the front lines, and they donated enough that we were able to give every employee that worked here a $50 gift card to Giant Eagle so that they could buy the extra things that they needed during COVID to clean their clothes and uh, just any emergency supplies. So, I'm very honored and proud to see what I saw here over the last 18 months.
1: You should be. That's amazing. It's so great to hear that you're taking care of your employees the way they deserve mm-hmm. to be taken care of after a really, really hard year. Mary something that I want to make sure that we address is, you know, we have that wonderful St. Margaret's logo on the side of both of our shuttles so that everyone knows okay. that we are partners with you and that you support what we're doing. But I think when people hear that we're partnering with St. Margaret's, they think that we are healthcare-focused. These shuttles are simply just for healthcare. And I think mm-hmm. it's important for us to realize what we're providing these seniors that we're giving rides to, aside from healthcare, right? Getting out of the house is therapeutic for some of them. It's mental health. It's companionship with others. You know, it's meeting our volunteers and becoming friends. It's going to the grocery store. These are all things that are really, really important for the quality of life that most of these seniors are living because... They need these rides because they don't have the support that a lot of other people in the area have as far as family and other people that can help them get to where they need to go. So I just want to make sure our listeners understand that, you know, Saint Margaret's is supporting this whole other aspect of what we're providing these riders with aside from health care and how important it is for their quality of life.
2: Well, you bring up a really good point, because in my first week here 12 years ago, I rode the shuttle for a day, and I became acutely aware of the fact that there are seniors riding that shuttle just to see the driver, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just to see the dispatcher, because that is the only point of contact that they have all day. They were just Staying on the shuttle. And if that keeps that senior from being depressed, Mm -hmm. if that keeps that senior from being in the hospital, if that keeps that senior feeling vibrant and wanting to go on and thrive, mission accomplished. Right. Because mental health is as important and sometimes supersedes physical health because our physical health is a result of what's going on in our thoughts. And you are providing that in tandem with us. It's a wonderful collaboration to keep those seniors independent. That's the goal, to keep them independent and give them that vibrancy, that sense of value and worth. So I agree with you 100%.
0: Mary Lee, I want to congratulate you and also Tracy and Carrie on this this amazing collaboration. Just looking over the numbers that Tracy was nice enough to provide me with, in the 2018-2019 fiscal year, 257 clients got over 7,900 rides. In 2019-2020, which does include three months of the pandemic, it was 237 clients that got over 6,300 rides. And during the pandemic, when we had to have only two or three people on a time on the shuttle, still 100 clients received over 1,200 rides. And in In this last quarter, uh, it was pretty amazing, honestly. 846 uh, rides alone from March of 2021 to just recently over the summer. So the shuttles are back up and running in a big way. Tracy and and all the volunteers are just doing uh, incredible work. I'm glad you enjoyed your ride along. Tracy and Carrie were nice (laughs) enough to have me on a ride along as well, too. I would say if anyone's looking for a fun way to volunteer, this is a great way to give back. And we even have couples that do it together as the driver and the dispatcher, which is very cool. Well, Mary we're so thankful for the support and the collaboration. I will say maybe someday in the future, this winter, maybe you and I could do a ride-along together. That could be fun. Love love <laughs> that would be That would be very good. But we are so thankful and so grateful for you and uh, Erica and Tracy and Carrie. Our entire team just appreciates you immensely for your leadership within St. Margaret Foundation and overall what you do for Western Pennsylvania as, as a great uh, public servant in the community. So, happy birthday to you. I know you're always busy. Please enjoy the birthday today. And again, we sincerely appreciate you.
2: Well, I appreciate you. And Carrie is just a dynamic leader. I know that she has personal relationships with all of the writers. That's how dedicated she is. So that is Uh, results of the philosophy that you have at NHCO and why we partnership with you because you really care about what you're doing as do we
0: great thank you Um, thank you for the kind words about Carrie Her her and Tracy are amazing and we're so grateful for you again this was headliner of episode number six Mary Lee Gannon president of the St. Margaret Foundation we'll be back in just a minute with Carrie and Tracy from NHCO thanks again for tuning in to episode number six of get to know NHCO Well, Welcome back to episode number six of Get to Know NHCO. Erica and I hope that you enjoyed our interview with Mary Lee Gannon, president of the St. Margaret Foundation. Such an inspiring leader, Erica. She just brings so much to the table and does so much good in our community.
1: She's so positive and it makes me really really happy that she believes in NHCO and our mission so much. We are lucky to have her, yes.
0: Absolutely. Speaking of being lucky to work with folks, we have Carrie Mulhern here and also Tracy Elway from our team at NHCO. Tracy is the Free Rides for Seniors Coordinator. Carrie was the longtime Free Rides for Seniors team leader over the summer changed her role a little bit into working in development and finance as well as an associate, working even more directly with you, Erica. But we're incredibly proud of Carrie and Tracy. They're going to share some incredible metrics. So with Mary Lee, we shared a little bit about recent years and what has been done with the shuttles. Carrie, I know that you have some amazing numbers from the inception of the shuttle and what's been done over the years, if you could share with us.
3: Yeah. Looking back earlier today, since the shuttle's inception, which I was told the start date was May 5th. 2005 through today, we have provided 83,993 rides to approximately 2,250
0: seniors. That's incredible. You know, 85,000-plus rides is just unbelievable. Tens of thousands. So many people that made a difference. And the work that both of you have seen done, you might expect a higher number of volunteers. It's actually, I believe, less than 100 volunteers through all that time that have given back. But they do so much, and they do it on a um, regular basis.
3: We've utilized 72 volunteers over that time frame. I don't even know if we have the capability to track those hours since right. started on in 2005.
0: Right. It's, it's incredible. Thousands of hours that volunteers have given. I just want to read a quick quote actually from Mary Lee Gannon's uh, impact report from one of our clients named James. And he said, I want to do what the doctors say in order to fight this and get to St. Margaret's all five days a week for my cancer treatments. With everything that is going on with the pandemic, and this was from last year, it is difficult to coordinate. I am so thankful that Wednesdays are taken care of. Tracy, just the stories that you've probably heard over the years of, of our clients that receive such great service and such a good experience, what have been some of the nice success stories that you've kind of seen or witnessed with all the you know hundreds of people that you've worked with?
4: Oh, my goodness. They're too numerous to count, but the way that the riders have been taken care of is so incredibly moving. Not only do they get a ride to the treatments that they need, but they actually get an extended family. The volunteers, you could not hire people to love people like they do. And the riders just feel so loved and cared for. And there have been many who have passed away mm-hmm. who were getting treatments for terminal illnesses. And I can tell you that their lives were definitely enriched by being on that shuttle having volunteers and other riders that genuinely care for them. We had one man who was going to St. Margaret's two times a week, and he was in a place where he was in a very low financial status and his health was not well. And he depended on a cane, which was stolen while he was in St. Margaret's one day. And there were two riders that called me and offered to buy him a cane when they themselves did not have much and some of the stories like that just really want to move you to tears yeah. they 're so caring for each other.
1: We did talk to Mary Lee a little bit about that that companionship, that mental health aspect of you know just getting these people out of the house and providing them with the opportunity to interact with other people and what you're saying just totally speaks to that point. And Mary Lee agreed that, you know, there's a low number of volunteers, but I think it also speaks to that is that they become mm-hmm. so committed to this role and so committed to seeing, you know, their friends get on and off the shuttle on that designated day that, you know, that's probably why that number is so low is because they really are committed
3: to to doing this and seeing their friends every time they drive the shuttle. Oh, yeah, the volunteers might seem low, under a 100, but they stay with us for Mm -hmm. years and years and years, and a lot of the volunteers, just like staff that have worked with the shuttle, we've gone through grandchildren and great-grandchildren's births and deaths and illnesses, and I... Used to call it the Free Rides for Seniors family because it became a little family on that shuttle. As Tracy mentioned, we had a rider years ago who, he was mentally challenged, he lived alone, and he had to go to St. Margaret's for radiation every day. And if he didn't call to get on that shuttle at 2 o'clock, the volunteers would call my office and ask me where he was. And then we did have volunteers that went away for, you know, we have snowbirds that disappear in the winter months and head down to Florida. They would remember his, his checkup days, and they would call and ask me if I heard, how were his numbers this time? Were they better? Mm. I mean, it was just, it was amazing to watch how all of this happened and developed, and you know, he was no longer alone with those treatments he I mean we dropped him off when we picked him up but the entire volunteer core became interested in his treatments and his prognosis and how everything happened with him it was wonderful it's such a, a beautiful thing and not not just for the writers I know that a lot of
1: times I will talk to people within the community maybe their parents siblings family members whoever it may be Uh, of these riders or potential riders and when I tell them about the shuttles and what we can do for their family members you can just see the relief in their Mm -hmm. face you know because these are family members who are so worried about getting their parents or their siblings where they need to be because of any reason maybe they live out of state or maybe they work full time and they just don't have the capacity to help them but I love being able to tell people we can take care of this. We can take them to the doctors, we can get them food, we can do what whatever you need them to do and mm-hmm. it's just pure relief.
3: Yeah, and you can hear that a lot when the phone call comes into the office and they're looking for help for their parent or their aunt mm-hmm. or their
0: grandmother. You can hear the relief mm-hmm. when we say, "Oh, we
3: yeah, they live in our area. We can do this." Yes. Yep, all the time.
0: Tracy and Carrie, if somebody wants to join this power of friendship, this power of companionship through volunteering, and you're right, the the dedication that we see from the volunteers is is nothing short of inspiring, what does a driver do? What does a dispatcher do? If somebody's, you know, listening to this online and thinks, you know, I might like to volunteer that way. i got a little bit of time on my hands. That would be a really fun way to volunteer. What do the driver and the dispatcher do in a typical day as a volunteer with with NHCO?
4: Well, we have two 10-passenger shuttles, so... The driver would drive the shuttle. You do not need a special license. It's just, it's actually very easy to drive. One shuttle that operates between Sharpsburg and Blonox. people, the riders call the shuttle itself when they want to ride. So the dispatcher would be on board with a cell phone. The rider would call. The dispatcher would answer and relay that information to the driver. Hey, we have Mary Jane at such-and-such address in Sharpsburg. She needs picked up to get to St. Margaret's Hospital. They put her on the list, and they keep picking everybody up, obviously giving precedence to medical appointments over shopping. But everybody gets picked up and delivered where they need to go.
0: That's great. And it sounds like an incredible volunteer experience that people seem to really enjoy. There's your home, and then maybe your place of worship, and then there's your favorite volunteer activity. Mm -hmm. And, And really, like you said, Carrie, it becomes the Free Rides for Seniors family, which is, I think, what people as volunteers, as people that are receiving service, no matter your role within this NHCO family that's what people, I think, are looking for, that sense of community. And we're very thankful to both of you for bringing that to our organization for so many years. Carrie, congrats on, on your new role. And again, oh, over you. this time, 84,000 rides to over mm-hmm. 2,200 seniors. Just remarkable. In a lot of these recent years, averaging over six or 7,000 rides per year pre-pandemic and still you know, over 1,200 during the pandemic is pretty pretty remarkable. So congrats on all of your great work, Tracy and Carrie. Uh, thank you for being part of this NHGO family that we've been talking about on episode number six.
3: Thank you for having us. Thank you.
0: Thanks. And that wraps up our two interviews for episode number six of Get to Know NHCO. Erica, we heard so many just incredible stories from Mary Lee and Tracy and Carrie. Any big takeaways for you kind of about what we've learned and and heard during this episode.
1: It just makes me so proud. Every episode, when we talk about whatever service that we focus on, it's just amazing to just be reminded of the capacity of what we do here and the amount of lives that we touch. Um, So we hope that you guys enjoy hearing these stories as well. Remember, you have questions, comments, you want to know more, you can email us at podcast at nhco.org. Please, we will get back to you and we want ideas too. If you want to hear about something special that we have not talked about, Please email us and let us know
0: great. Thanks, Erica. And thanks again to our headline guest, Mary Lee Gannon, celebrating her birthday today here on September 8th as as we're uh, doing the podcast. The fall time is here, so please think about ways you can give uh, to NHCO and work with us over the holidays. We are distributing and getting coats to give to kids in our community. Also, as holiday time approaches, last year we had over 330 families, over 800 kids get the majority of their Christmas toys through NHCO. So that's a great way to do a collection or to give back this holiday season as well too. So lots of ways to get to know NHGO. Thanks for tuning in to episode number six. Thanks as always to Jeff Geisler, our executive producer. We are filming here and recording here in the studios in Millville led by Jackie Boggs. Uh, we are grateful as always to Dan Wonders. We're welcoming our brand new intern today, Tanner Moorhead, as we're filming this and recording it as well too. So it takes a wonderful team to put this podcast together and we hope that you enjoy it. Again, NHGO is 40 zip codes, 50 communities. We are a regional movement of doing good and peace. Helping people. We hope that you've learned ways to get to know NHCO and we'll talk to you next time on episode number seven. Thanks so much for tuning in.